Welcome to Kingdom.Think, where we read the Bible in one year. And what chapter are we on? We're on chapter 16 of Revelations and chapter 7 and 8 of Song of Songs. So are you ready? The previous episode was short. Yes, 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 because we just set the stage for the seven bowls of God's wrath. And so that's what we're going to cover right now in chapter 16. So let's just jump right into it. Just buckle up. Here we go. And um, try not to get too scared. Okay, here we go. Then I heard a loud voice from the temple saying to the seven angels, Go pour out the seven bowls of God's, God's wrath on the earth. The first angel went and poured out his bowl on the land, and ugly, festering sores broke out on the people who had the mark of the beast and worshipped its image. The first the first um, angel, the first bowl, okay, there were sores. The second angel poured out his bowl on the sea, and it turned into blood like that of a dead person, and every living thing in the sea died. The third angel poured out his bowl on the rivers and the springs of water, and they became blood. Then I heard the angel in charge of the waters say, You are just in these judgments, O holy one, you who are and who were. For they have shed the blood of your holy people and your prophets, and you have given them blood to drink as they deserve. And I heard the altar respond, Yes, Lord God Almighty, true and just are your judgments. The fourth angel The fourth angel poured out his bowl on the sun, and the sun was allowed to scorch people with fire. They were seared by the intense heat, and they cursed the name of God, who had control over these plagues. But they refused to repent and glorify him. They refused. So in the midst of their suffering, they refused to repent and glorify him. The reason I point that out is, Golly, what a perfect example of how when oftentimes in the midst of suffering, people just continue to suffer and experience hell on earth because they refuse to repent and glorify God. Craziness, right? The fifth angel poured out his bowl on the throne of the beast and its kingdom was plunged plunged into darkness. People gnawed their tongues in agony and cursed the God of heaven because of their pains and their sores, but they refused to repent of what they had done. Wow. The sixth angel poured out his bowl on the great river Euphrates and its water was dried up to prepare the way for the kings from the east. So the Euphrates river has dried up, which is interesting because right now I haven't looked into it, but someone said that currently the Euphrates River is drying up, just like the Bible says. Then I saw three impure spirits that looked like frogs. They came out of the mouth of the dragon, out of the mouth of the beast, and out of the mouth of the false prophet. They are demonic spirits that perform signs, and they go out to the kings of the whole world to gather them for the battle on the great day of the God of God Almighty. So clearly these demons are out there rallying the kings using whatever tactics is the king's weaknesses, I'm sure. Um, look, I came like a thief. Oh, oh, oh. Look, I came like a thief. Blessed is the one who stays awake and remains clothed so as not to go naked and be shamefully exposed. 
Then they gathered the kings together to the place that in Hebrew is called Armageddon. The seventh angel, so those kings, gosh. (laughs) I'm sure we could do a lot of digging, like where exactly is Armageddon? Is it a place? Is it one battle? Is it many battles? You can do your digging to find out. The seventh angel poured out his bowl into the air, and out of the temple came a loud voice from the throne, saying, It is done. Then there came flashes of lightning, rumbling, pails of thunder, and severe earthquakes. No earthquake like it has ever occurred since mankind has been on earth. So tremendous was the quake. The great city split into three parts, and the city of the nations collapsed. God remembered Babylon the great and gave her the cup filled with the wine of the fury of his wrath. So Babylon is a symbol of a very sinful nation. Sexual um, immorality, um, just worshiping idols, a lot of evil. So that's what Babylon is, and that's why we keep hearing about it. Every island fled away, and the mountains could not be found. From the sky, huge hailstones, each weighed about a hundred pounds, fell on people, and they cursed God on account of the plague of hail because the plague was so terrible. Yowza. See, oh my goodness. I think earlier on in a previous episode, I mentioned how um, Andrew Tate basically picked a different religion. He was a Christian for a while, picked a different religion because he said, you know what the problem with Christians? They don't fear God. Because they don't fear God, like a real fear, not just the honor and reverence, but a real fear, they do things because they know that, well, God's going to forgive me, and God has grace, and let's be nicey-nicey. And he says, I can't be part of a religion that doesn't understand the power of God. Hmm. That's interesting. Now I finish the Song of Songs with chapters 7 and 8. And I tell you, Revelations is a little bit clearer than Song of Songs because there's a lot of poetry and imagery and things you may not understand. Unless you're really into poetry, then you totally get it and you're like, oh, I feel it. Maybe poetry is a feeling. Either way, it has a very distinct message and um, it's very clear about love, about marriage, about passion and romance. So... And God created all that. God created all that for a married couple, obviously. And the description here is just amazing. Um, So let me just read a little bit. How beautiful your sandaled feet, O prince's daughter. Your graceful legs are like jewels, the work of an artist's hand. Your navel is rounded goblet that never lacks blended wine. Your waist is a mound of wheat, encircled by lilies. Your breasts are like two fawns, like twin fawns of a gazelle. Your neck is like an ivory tower. Your eyes are the pools of Heshbon. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let's page. Your head crowns you like the Mount Carmel. Your hair is like royal tapestry. The king has held captivity by its tresses. How beautiful you are and how pleasing, my love. With your delights, your stature is like that of the palm and your breasts like clusters of fruit. I said, I will climb the palm tree. I will take hold of its fruit. Make your breasts be clusters of grapes on the vine and the fragrance of your breath like apples and your mouth like the best wine. Steamy, right? 
very brave of me to read it, but it was very steamy. And um, clearly, God created intimacy between a man and a woman in a marriage setting. And it's straight up detailed here. Um, so he, she goes on and on. And then the very end, I don't understand the first. Um, how could a woman? Oh, I know why. <laughs> Duh. If only you were to me like a brother who was nursed at my mother's breast. Then I found you outside. I would kiss you and no one would despise me. You'd be like, what the heck is he talking about? What he's talking about is he's not allowed. It's not a custom to kiss people in public unless it's somebody in your immediate family. So he can't kiss her. But if she was just kind of, he's just making a reference like a brother, not that he wants to kiss his brother, not that, you know what I mean? He's just saying, I would even be willing to kiss you in public. Um, I would lead you and bring you to my mother's house. She has taught me. I would give you spices, wine to drink and nectar of pomegranates. Okay, on and on. Um... What else is awesome? Under the apple tree, I aroused aroused you. There your mother conceived you. There she who was in labor gave you birth. Place me like a seal over your heart, like a seal on your arm. For love is so strong as death. It's jealousy unyielding as the grave. It burns like blazing fire, like a mighty flame. Many waters cannot quench love. Rivers cannot sweep it away. If one were to give all the wealth of one's house for love, it would be utterly scorned. <sighs> yep. And then I let's see. Come away with, come away, my beloved, and be like a gazelle, or like a young stag, on the spice-laden mountains. Is how it ends. But I just really wanted to end that part about love. Wasn't that so powerful? so funny because people go i don't know what love is oh clearly you haven't read song of songs i don't know if i want to get married clearly you haven't read song of songs this description of marriage is way more exciting than a single life or the hookup culture for sure love described here so powerful Okay, there you go. That was the last chapter of Song of Songs. (laughs) That was chapters 7 and 8 and Revelations 16. And oh my goodness, tomorrow or the next episode, we start the book of Isaiah. And this is one that we're going to take it, well, I don't know if I'll take it kind of slow, but sometimes I don't understand the book of Isaiah very well. So I'm hoping... My spirit has matured, and I'll understand it more this time around. Okay, my friends, have a great day, and we'll talk soon.